You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. To uh, broadcasting, he's on uh, many Islamic platforms, and Alhamdulillah, he's also sought off uh, by many ulums uh, that called uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida to come and give them uh, motivational talks and so forth. He is a Medina University graduate. He is an astute businessman. He's also uh, a humanitarian and someone uh, that resonates very positively on the platforms of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah, Wal Jama'a. Sheikh Shoaib Maida, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And uh, Jazakallah Khair for joining us on uh, the segment, Pertinence uh, Punctuated. And Khalan uh, wa to you. How are you doing this fine, beautiful evening, Ya Sheikh? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my dearest brother, Shafat Ahmed Khan. And all oh, the dear listeners of Marcus al-Sahaba, the voice of Alu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. I should say, Alhamdulillah, ala kulli hal, Allah is taking care of us. And Alhamdulillah, always ready. And it's a pleasure always to be in, a, in your company when it comes to pertinence punctuation. Really, I do love the show. I'm a fan of the show as well. And I do always listen uh, to it uh, more often, just because, you know, uh, you provoke the best of conversations and uh, I hope the listeners to pick up the humor and uh, the information that is in this show, Shah. No, absolutely. Uh, when Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had this uh, disposition, he kept everyone light. When he got serious, he got serious. And exactly, he was uh, very, you know, everyone embraced him, celebrate him. And he was someone uh, that was, uh, you know, uh, approachable, that you could talk to Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He could be his biggest enemy but he still would give you the time of the day and listen to you. And, uh, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to send wahi to tell him, hey, be careful of the munafikeen, so don't even make dua for them, don't even read the janaza namaz, <coughs> maf, don't even go pray in the mosque. <coughs> I don't know what I ate now, but it's, uh, it's stuck in my throat here. But, uh, Sheikh Maida, my dear, what we do as uh, insan, we're living in this dunya, and the main thing that we talk about, Ya Allah, forgive me, you want to make toba when you ask, you know, when you've done something wrong or you've done uh, some people do, uh, you know, you, you shortchange them and so forth, and they're regretting the sin. And, uh, you know, repentance, uh, Tawbah, is a sincere, you know, when uh, when a person is sincere and when a person regrets it and feels sad and grieved about it, and it would not be accepted uh, uh, if he repeats it over and over. But he makes sincere Tawbah, and, uh, you know, uh, provided he doesn't go and boast about even the, to- uh, the type of sin he did, but he confides in Allah and Allah alone. Sheikh Shreemaida, perhaps, are your thoughts? No, no, definitely, Shaf. Uh, and I mean, um, Allah Ta'ala has mentioned to us, has put us uh, most specifically on this eighth way, so purpose of worshipping him, uh, inclusive of the jinnat, as he's mentioned, which means it's an exercise of work that has to be done. And when you're in an exercise of work that has to be done, definitely there'll be some shortfalls uh, while you're carrying out your duties. And these shortfalls has to be actually uh sorted out in the way in the manner that uh, they do not deduct your merits uh, from your lifetime so which comes in as tauba where we go short we go wrong we need to go back to allah ta'ala and actually seek repentance and as you said it's not a journey where it's like uh, you take it as a joke we use still two runs now you go make tauba there after it's still five runs you make tauba still 10 runs make tauba it's not that sort of uh, actually uh, exercise that has to be conducted. It's an exercise that you regret for stealing the Torah. And you go back to Allah and say, Ya Allah, 
pardon me for this, and you go back to the one who we stole that two runs from and give it back to say, I did steal this money for you. Please forgive me. I've worried us a lot hard to forgive me, but I know that channel won't be linked until and unless you say you accept my apologies. So that's uh, the link we should be actually taking. And uh, you must remember, Tauba is actually the cleanser or the purifier of uh, of our spiritual life. So if we have that purifier with us and the cleanser with us, definitely we have our lives purified and cleansed and uh, at all the times. But sometimes, as you said, you know, we forget about this and we think, you know, I think maybe one day when I grow old, that's the time I'm going to make Tauba. For now, let me enjoy life. There's nothing of that sort. You must remember, uh, there's a time in life where Allah will not accept your Tauba. And there's a time in life where your Tauba is accepted. And the Tauba is most accepted when you're still kicking and alive. We, you know, you can move the mountains and you sit back and say, I don't want to move those mountains with sin. I would rather uh, sit back and don't move any mountain for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Then it helps. And we ask, how come that? You know, we look at uh, Fir'aun to give an example, Shaf. You know, he actually gave trouble to the Banu Israel. You know, he tortured them, terrorized them, right, uh, left, center, terrorized them. And they tried to give him the message. And what he said, you know, that is actually Firaun. He says, I'm your Rabb, the most high. You know, when they say, repent before Allah, say, I am your Allah. Who must I repent to? And he said, but our Rabb, as the rivers are flowing underneath him, he said, I can see my Nile is flowing underneath me. So he had every answer and every excuse and whatsoever he did. And now in this moment now, when Allah commanded Musa to strike the sea, and it opened up an entrance where they could go through, that's when he went, followed him. And when he saw that the gone and the water was closing in, he said, now I have faith uh, in uh, the Rabb of Musa and Harun. In other ways, I'm making Tauba for my shortcomings. And Allah said, not now. You know, after being uh, such an arrogant person, you know, such arrogant that actually you tortured and terrorized this nation, now you want to say you accept uh, Allah and you want to repent when you know your life is to an end there's no chance, there's no way you're going to receive this, what did Allah do then he said but as an example to those that lives after you I'm going to save your body so people can see that Allah can do what he wants and he can preserve the body from decay of which uh, Firaun's body is still as fresh today but simply for you and I to understand that if you go against Allah then there is a consequence to pay for Shaf. Uh, well said there, Sheikh I agreed uh, totally there. And, you know, uh, the thoughts are running to my mind. You know, we must uh, recognize our sin. We must recognize what we did. We must uh, repent. And we must admit to ourselves uh, that, you know, we have uh, wronged ourselves. We wronged uh, against our Creator. And uh, we must uh, make a sincere sober. And we must feel that pain. We must feel that sorrow of what we did. And, uh, you know, and that's a, you must never, ever repeat it again. And uh, we must confess to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Ya Allah, you help me only by your help that I will not go and do this again. And, uh, you know, we must make that a resolution. And uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, uh, the person that we wronged, uh, we should be going up to them and say, you know what, I know I did certain thing. Uh, you know, how do I make it right? I know if I did, you shot how I, uh, instead of giving you 500 rands, there's a thousand rands because I shortchanged you for, for, for 500, but I'm prepared to give you 500. And, you know, it's something like a hukukul ibad where you tell the person, you know, I don't want to be liable to you on the day of Yama. 
could you will you accept this and you know we must keep that in mind we learn to be forgiving and maybe we must approach people and talk about it the people that we have done wrong what's your what's your take on that you know chef exactly you know if you don't have uh, your toe accepted you have to go through the proper channels you know as uh, you saying now definitely if i've wronged you chef i cannot go sit on a musalla and make uh, make tauba before i come back to you you know there's no back door when it comes to tauba as well you know it's a straightforward thing you want to repent and you want okay to correct your wrongs so i will not correct my wrongs if i overjump you and go straight to allah taala before i correct my wrongs with you so definitely i have to correct it with you as a chef this way i've wronged you please forgive me please pardon me if it was a short uh, change that i've given you say i'm going to offer some little bit more and you must say you know what don't worry to offer anything just give me what to do for me but i've forgiven you but please don't do this to the next person and i say alhamdulillah and then i go back to allah and ask for forgiveness because this is how things should be going and you must remember as you said uh you know shaf tauba is a tool that cleanses us at all the times you know and it follows up with actually istighfar as well astaghfirullah astaghfirullah comes in the same uh, in the same token you look at our nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam he teaches in the tradition he says uh, he used to do that about 70 times in a day astaghfirullah you know asking for istighfar so you look at our nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and you look at you and me myself i mean uh, who's more deserving to make more istighfar than nabi sallallahu definitely is you and me because there's a lot of shortfalls and shortcomings in our lives that sometimes is difficult to pinpoint or count but nabi sallallahu was pure and purified he could do it 70 times in a day definitely not taking it for granted because you know allah ta is great he's created us and he's the one that is in charge and if we seek repent us from him at all the times and correct ourselves with istighfar definitely our lives will go smooth and we get close to allah taala so in that manner everything that we want is done while we purified and if he decides to take us definitely we have cleansed ourselves spiritually we clean and physically we clean as well and we know this body will go back to where it was created from and because of tauba and istighfar and being close to allah taala and doing things right then the ruh as well so goes into a safer place which is jannah inshallah so that is what we should be doing on a daily basis sir ah khair khair ya sheikh uh, mashallah you're already flowing uh, this evening and you know if one keeps uh, repeating the sin uh, sheikh shoaib maida then one should find the root causes of uh, you know that sin and eliminate them for example sheikh maida if one falls into a certain sin because of the company one keeps uh, then it uh, you know it would be necessary to either stop keeping uh, that company or to change the nature of one's re- relationship with a toxic person because uh, you know you know within yourself uh, you know, once upon a time you are not toxic but you noticed that you got into this uh, group or this relationship and then suddenly uh, your focus has been taken away from allah subhanahu wa taala instead of being with hizbullah you become a party of the hizbu shaitan and then you are ruining your akhirah sheh No, no, definitely, Chef. You know, sometimes it's about the company that you choose. As you just said, sometimes people choose wrong companies uh, for the wrong reasons. And some uh, choose wrong company for the good reasons. But never the race is bad company. Where there's good reasoning, bad reasoning, avoid wrong company. Because you must remember, in wrong company is more about ego, satisf- satisfying the ego. Or thinking, I can do, I did this. Somebody cannot achieve, I've done it, but in a wrong way. Which is not supposed to be done. So choose a good company. and the better company most especially choose people 
That draws you close to Allah Ta'ala all the time. You know, do not go for people that actually drive you away from uh, uh, Allah's forgiveness, Allah's mercy, Allah's rahmah. You know, people like that, you must avoid at all the times. You know, in your lifetime, in my lifetime, I should be weighing uh, the thin line between life and death. That's what I should be weighing when I'm going out, when I wake up in the morning. Because once I have that, then I know the life has got no guarantees. I know any moment from now I can just close my eyes and I'm going to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what matters is what do I bring forth before Allah ta'ala? Because I might be waiting, as we said, hey, I said, no, I'll wait uh, until I get 50, until 60. You know, I want to be was, uh, at a certain age before you go to Nubuat so I can wait for that uh, age and start doing it. But then we are only actually deceiving our own selves. You know, because as we said, there is no guarantees in life. So take it in that note. There's no guarantees in life, so let's keep a life as a miracle that Allah has given us as a gift that is given us like, you know, uh, on, the, on the tip of our, of our eyes where you can just close it at any moment. So before that is done, we need to make sure that okay, we save this life and enjoy it in the way. It makes us be happy in this world and also it pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because as it is, we are always sitting on a journey. As long as we are alive, we're always sitting on a journey. We oh, inna lillah, we come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa inna ilayhi rajun. The journey continues back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this journey has the booking confirmed by Allah ta'ala. He knows the right time and he knows the moment we have to go. So that keeps us on our toes to say we do things right Tawbah and istighfar must be on the forefront on what we're doing. And also the measuring of life and death must be another thing we should be sitting and thinking at all the time. I'm alive now. The next minute I, may, I might be gone. And if I'm gone, what do I have to present, Shaf? A hundred percent, Sheikh Shoy Maida, that Islam keeps us on the straight and narrow. And, you know, there's no other way but uh, to be, you know, on the straight and narrow. And, uh, you know, I'm reconning an anecdote uh, an anecdote which says, uh, the abstinence from evil is better than doing good. It's very powerful indeed. The abstinence from evil is better than doing good. And, you know, when you look at um, uh, Toba, uh, you know, uh, the, the concept of uh, repenting uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it's only due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and, uh, you know, he's the only one that can forgive our sins, and it is a direct matter between uh, you know a believer and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so there is no intercession uh, when it comes to toba it's directly you asking Allah and Allah is the controller and he'll decide you know I'll forgive you no he won't forgive you and uh, also in the house of Islam you'll notice that there's no original sin like how the uh, Christians have you know so I say Eve is evil and Eve is this and Eve did that and that the original sin of Adam and Eve and that's why we're suffering and so forth and then also you find that the Christians, um, maybe they get literally get away with the murder by saying, oh, yeah, we just have to believe in the Christ Jesus. He died for us on the cross and he atoned for us on the cross. So they uh, go and uh, maybe confess in the church and the uh, padre or the priest say, oh, my beloved child, the Lord has forgiven thee. And next moment they say, okay, one week they forgot and they go again and perpetrate and do the same sin. And they go to the church and they scream and shout, oh, Jesus, forgive me. And they feel, oh, I'm clean again. And they start a whole nonsense again the next week. And the Sunday back to church screaming, shouting and clapping their hands and saying, oh, I'm clean and I'm forgiven. There's no such thing in the house of Islam, Sheikh Shoei Maida. No, definitely, Shaf. It's just amazing, you know, this uh, concept of uh, Jesus died for our sins. I mean, it's uh, 
kind of a shrewd kind of uh, uh, concept where if people take this seriously, it doesn't make sense at all because if you really die for our sins, why putting up so much uh, big synagogues all over, big churches and the rest around the world, and yet Jesus already died for our sins. What is the reason of having a house of worship? When you know your sins, somebody took them and died with them and gone with them, you don't have sins anymore. So actually, this is another part that actually corrupted uh, the nation and other part of the dean, whereby they feel that this was done for them, but still more, they have the need to go and uh, repent uh, before the pastor and the rest of that. And the pastor sometimes says, you know, you need certain funds to be given forward in order for us uh, to reach out to the gods so that actually your uh, your your repentance is accepted. You know, it's a kind of a fine, funny scenario, which is not in the house of Islam. You know, Islam is the best religion, Shaf, you know. Allah Ta'ala is so great. And Allah Ta'ala is amazing in the sense he knows you and he knows me. There is certain sins, Shaf, that I commit myself that I cannot. I expose them to you or to anybody else, not even to my father or my mother, because I feel it's just a shameful thing for me to actually speak to you or to speak to anybody else. Then Allah Ta'ala says, you come to me. You know, you don't need anybody in between. Come to me, you confess. You don't even need to confess. You just have to come to me and say, Yeah, Allah, my sins, and I know exactly what sins you've committed. And what's the best part, Shah? Uh, the best part in our house of Islam is not that we have to wait for Juma for repentance or for forgiveness. Allah Ta'ala has taught us through our Nabi Sallallahu who says in his tradition to say, Allah Ta'ala is quite uh, awake during the day so that those that sin during the night, they can come back in repentance to him. And the same in the night, so that those that committed sin during the day, they are welcome to come in the night and repent. And Allah is always ready, actually, to uh, to forgive from their sins. So definitely, uh, Tauba is a key aspect. And Allah has mentioned, oh, you, who you believe, you have to repent sincerely before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, that is showing us that we need to have that uh, kind of shield that will help us to cleanse ourselves and purify us from all the wrongdoings. Because definitely, we are here to commit uh, mistakes in life. That's why we're here. And through those mistakes, that's where we grow. And you remember, when you was a child, child, you have to learn to walk, you have to learn to eat. You know, uh, we were not scared. And slowly, slowly, while crawling, we managed to walk and now we can wake, we can balance, we can even jump with one leg. That's the training we've taken from there. So the same, when it comes to Tauba, we pick up from the minor mistakes that we've committed and repent before Allah and look up to the major ones. And we maintain that kind of position that whatsoever I've gone through now, I'm not going to go back and commit the same mistake. It's like going back from 40 years, going back to two years old. So I'm not going to go back to get myself into I, uh, a two years old child, yet I'm 40. I need to be moving forward towards 42 and going uh, to another very responsible person as a grown up. So that's what Tauba does to us, helps us, cleans us from our shortcomings that we had, and then perfecting our lives that when we're eating so forward, we know where we can go wrong and we know where it is right. So we don't go where we've gone wrong before, but we go where it is right and do it in abundance, knowing that any time we have to go switch and go to Allah Ta'ala, definitely we have done our utmost, our utmost best to go and meet Allah Ta'ala why he's pleased with us and why we're pleased uh, in actually visualizing our Creator Shah.
Alhamdulillah, Sheikh Shoyimah, in the House of Islam, we get many opportunities where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know, drags us closer and closer to him. And perhaps, uh, Sheikh Shoyimah, the signs are that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has accepted a person's repentance. He's uh, been, you know, uh, an individual's his attitude and his character changes, his soul becomes closer and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if there's a love for him, uh, you know, to go to the mosque increases. Uh, his manners and his language improves. Uh, he feels happy when worshipping and he continues to seek for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uh, forgiveness. And he becomes an individual that everyone will like to meet and greet and talk to, Sheikh Shreya Maida. No, no, definitely, Shaf. You know, once uh, the tawbah is accepted, you can feel it in you. You know, that, you know, I've done something that is good. I mean, your body uh, language, you know, your your stress levels actually gets relieved immediately, whereby you don't stress anymore because now you know that everything happens through the will of Allah. Whatever good I'm getting from now is Allah has blessed me from that. And whatever bad I used to get in those days, it could be the consequence of my wrongdoing, of which maybe I did quite a, lo- a, a lot of sin, of which it will still have to affect me. I have to pay for it you know nothing goes uh, n- nothing goes for mahalash so whatsoever wrong we've done we have to pay for it so there's no uh, debt that will stay unpaid before the eyes of Allah's water so we have to work very hard to do things right so in this case you know you find yourself it's easy for you to do things you know when it comes to a salah it's very easy it just comes in easy because you have, you've been accepted making wudu is not an issue having a shower is not an issue an issue keeping clothes open is not an issue now in this time you tend different person shaft whose eyes does not does not only only see what is there but the eyes looks at things with reasoning you know like you see the sun in the morning you see you know a lot eyes shining this sun there's a good reason for that you know this sun will have to give uh, energy to us and we have to bring energy to the plants and the rest of that and then it has to evaporate uh, the uh, the steam so it goes high we get rains out of that so you start looking at things with reasoning your ears will become the ears that hears the best you know our ears becomes good at listening to music and the rest of that and sending the signals to the bodies to be going crazy in dancing and the rest of that but in this very not your ears will be good at listening to Adhan. When it hears Adhan, it will send the signals to the body to say, now it's time to talk to Allah Ta'ala, get ready to go talk to Allah And even our hearts, you know, start to comprehend. They're not the hearts when they look at things, it's just what I see and what I can get is fine. But it's the heart that thinks about the next person. You know, if I had that person, what would be uh, his reaction? And if the same person did the same to me, what would I feel? Then you say, no, no, I cannot go through that direction. I need to have a pure heart. I need to be a person who brings salama to the next person that meets me. But it must not be the person. When I see somebody or somebody looks at me, they must feel like running away because now they're coming towards a monster or somebody who wants to spare the dignity through the way I talk of what is coming from my heart. So we need to know that once the Torah is accepted, Shaf, all these good, good qualities comes to us and everything that we do we do it actually uh, for the pleasure of Allah's Ta'ala, and actually with love when we're doing that and actually feeling in our body that I'm doing this because I love what I'm doing Shaf. You know, well said. And I was just thinking, you know, perhaps uh, you could give the uh, Arabic equivalent uh, to this, uh, you know, Surah 42, verse 25, uh, Surah Shura, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And he, it is who accepts repentance from his slaves and forgives uh, sins, and he knows uh, uh, what you do. And uh, uh, perhaps uh, one more Surah, when you look at uh, uh, Surah 2, 
verse 222, easy to remember, 2222, that is uh, Surah Baqarah, uh, where Allah says, Truly, Allah loves those who turn unto him in repentance and loves those who purify themselves. And there's it. These are ayats of the Noble Quran, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who purify themselves, those that uh, you know, perpetrate sins, and they turn towards them, and they sincerely uh, you know, repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how fortunate are those uh, that, you know, once they have made the tawbah, they have repented. And even, you know, uh, early on we spoke about going to the individual that you have wronged and, you know, uh, making up to them. And you notice once you make up with someone that you did wrong or even, uh, you know, someone that you perceived as an enemy, you become even more powerful friends than ever before, Sheikh Shoei Maida. No, definitely. You know, as you said, Shaf, uh, there's quite a lot of ayats in the Quran. When Ladi Yaqbalu Tawbat, he's the one that actually accepts the Tawbah from his servants when he repents before him. And then, it adds in there, you look at the second other reciting now, to say Allah loves those, those that goes back to him in repentance, and he loves those that actually purify themselves. So, I, I mean, in this case, Tawbah itself comes with purity, and this comes to be uh, self-purity, uh, that is uh, physically and spiritually actual, you are actually purified. So in this case, you know, Tawbah is a key for everything that you would like to do in life because actually uh, you are purified, actually you're asking Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness and sincerity. As you said, if you did make enemies before that, all your enemies become your best friends because, okay, you don't understand where, where you went wrong. And actually it uh, stops you from being an arrogant person or thinking you're greater or bigger than the, net, the next person. You're humble. You go down on your knees and ask the person for actually forgiveness you've done wrong to them. That's how humble you become uh, when you reach that stage of actually your job has been accepted. And this is what we need at all the time because being humble is the best. You know, uh, if you are humble, you always uh, have a high status, you know. Our Nabi Sallallahu whosoever humbles themselves for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala is going to actually raise their, their status. But if you actually do things against Allah Ta'ala and you know the commands, what Allah commands and you go do wrong, then it becomes uh, a big problem. You know, we're reading the other day um, in Surah Al-Araf, you know, when Allah Ta'ala told the Banu Israel, say, you know, to say, enter this uh, city uh, while you go in prostration, just to humiliate yourself, to be humble before Allah Ta'ala. You know, instead of going in that way of prostration of uh, on Ruku's side to humble themselves, they chose to crawl on the backside and going through Jerusalem. You know, then Allah Ta'ala tried them, tested more until, you know, you got other people despised because simply, you know, they're messing with Allah Ta'ala's commands. You know, Allah Ta'ala will give us a rope at all the times. When he wants us to do good, you give us a rope until we finally hang ourselves, there's no way out, and they, after there's no tauba, then Allah Ta'ala gives us a uh, actually, uh, a punishment that is equivalent to that. So you look at this, they were taught to go humble, but they went crawling with the, with the buttocks going in, and then Allah Ta'ala said, I'll test you more because I want to punish you. You know, on a Saturday, you used to give them the fish that will come flowing from all over. You can see them around. They do not come on any other day besides on a Saturday. So on this particular side, they chose to go and fish when they saw the fish. Then Allah Ta'ala just got upset and turned them into a despised, uh, monkeys and apps, and the other returned into uh, swines and pigs. So this is to show you, there was an element that lacked there, which was the element of tauba, 
and actually doing things right and going back to Alauta saying we did wrong and please forgive us and we repent to you sincerely. So this scenario is going to be avoided. But since there was nothing of that sort, then Allah can degrade you and give you an equivalent punishment that everybody will see it from now up to the door of the Amatshah. Well said the Sheikh Shoei Maida, and you know, we should do uh, tasbih of astaghfar at least a hundred times a day as it was the sunnah of our beloved uh, Prophet Muhammad uh, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in short, I mean, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida, we can say astaghfirullah more than a hundred times a day and maybe make it a tasbih, especially, you know, when you're walking and talk, uh, you know, not talking, when you're in your business places and all that. If you have the time, keep a tasbih in your hand and do that. Sheikh Shoei Maida, absolutely brilliant uh, evening with you. Perhaps your parting words are before I let you go. Shafa Allah is always happy and pleased when we make tawbah sincerely before him. You know, we are Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the Sunnah. I say it's even equivalent to uh, a, a servant who loses a camel in, uh, in a desert. And uh, after he finds it, because it's a place where you need that means of transport, instead of saying, Allahumma anta rabbi wa ana abdik, you say, Allahumma anta abdi wa ana rabbu. You know, instead of saying, Allah, you are my creator, you are my master, and I'm your servant. And you say, Allah, you're my servant and I'm your, I'm your master. That's out of excitement, not meaning that way, but out of excitement, some words comes out of context. He said, Lauta is more happy to, for you to do that than you can be more happy in that, in that moment where you mix up actually these statements. This is how uh, important Tauba is and this is how Lauta uh, loves the Tauba from us. So let's uh, make Tauba all of us uh, as believers, inshallah, and accept uh, I ex- expect to do good at all the times so that Jannat must become our place to be, our, our shaf. And once again, Jazakallah for the show. And may Allah to reward you and your family is the best for all the time you put up actually for these beautiful shows. Inshallah, Jazakallah khair, Shaf. Jazakallah khaira to you, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, for being uh, ever ready and uh, at our beck and call. And Allah bless you for the knowledge that you share with our listeners on the platforms of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Bless you and your family members too. Have a lovely evening ahead, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. We'll talk to you soon. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go to the uh, marketplace and thereafter. Morana Salim Karim will be joining us.